Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series on organizational capabilities and dynamic capabilities. In our two previous episodes, we talk about the foresight capability and the criticism related to the capability and whether or how we can conceptualize the foresight, corporate foresight. Should it be a capability, how can we define it and how can we apply it? In this episode, I just want to mention some of the things that are related to the foresight capability that I found very interesting. Uh, we have recently had a future literacy workshop where we had to work with different exercises in order to learn to think about different futures. I don't know whether it is important that you have only one future or you see that you have different futures and you can approximate them. At the same time, you can say that there is only one future, but you shape it through your actions. I think philosophically it will be almost the same, but maybe some philosophers would say that there is a huge difference between the one future and several futures, because the one future implies some determinismus that we can derive from, let's say, from the Big Bang theory and all the actions happened to what we have now. At the same time, after the seminar, I learned something very interesting. In one of the exercises, those people who work with the foresight capability and who want to develop a different vision of future, they do something what we usually don't do in scenario planning and strategic management. In strategic management, while making scenarios, this would be by the way one of the things people can do in order to develop, to strengthen their dynamic capability, is to think about the situation, what will happen in the, let's say, next year or next two years, if the prices of oil will fall below $15 a barrel? Or what will happen if the prices of oil will jump to $300 a barrel? So these are the more or less typical situations, and if we work with the scenario techniques, we try to develop different more or less obvious situations and try take some extreme development of the situation. So what will happen if I don't know, the lithium will disappear, or the new technology of battery production will appear that will be 10 times more powerful than the lithium batteries. It can happen that this technology will never appear, but if all of a sudden we develop, I don't know, new gallium batteries or something like this, then we might be prepared. And if you remember from dynamic capabilities view, it is not about developing a very good scenario, it is just about playing with scenarios. The more you play with scenarios, the more you develop flexibility with regard to how to respond to different issues, to different contingencies of this world. A very similar idea is applied during the workshops on futures literacy and foresight capability. But what they do is they take a long-term perspective of let's say 20, 30, 40 years and they change not an obvious aspect, let's say the price of the oil that might have impact on a lot of aspects of our life, but something as we take as granted, let's say the personal freedom that people cannot decide anymore. Or as in one of the seminars, one of the examples I have seen on YouTube, they suggested what if all people live in small cubes and cannot touch each other anymore. 
So cannot come, cannot make investigation, and they made this investigation within the hospitals and try to develop how the future will look like if people cannot, let's say, cannot approach each other closer than one meter. Another assumption that we played with is what if there is no competition? All of a sudden there is no competition at all. And as you imagine, it has huge impact on how future will look like. So there probably, probably will be no competition for jobs, but also no incentives to develop within the organization, because usually we do it because we want to get a better position, we want to receive a higher salary, we want to, I don't know, develop new horizons, do something else. But if there is no competition, then all this stuff stops being meaningful. And this approach is a bit different from the regular approach that we would apply in scenario techniques and organizations in order to develop a dynamic capability. Because through this change you have to think completely differently and you have to, let's say, rethink a lot of possible futures. What might happen if the simple thing that you take as granted, let's say the money stops existing, disappears. And then, as you can imagine, it is a very creative approach where you develop a lot of different visions and hopefully learn something new than if a new future appears, less COVID-19 appeared two years ago, then those physicians who worked with these boxes that surround the person, the persons cannot approximate each other, were actually a kind of prepared to people wearing the mask and not wanting, wanting to touch anything close to them just because uh, they, they were afraid to be contaminated by the COVID-19 virus. At the same time, you see the criticism, although in this example on YouTube they claim that exactly this exercise may have helped the physicians, it may not have helped. And actually, in order to run this exercise, you need about one or two hours of time. So if COVID-19 appears, just take your 15 minutes of time to think about what might be actually contamination, what might be the big issue, and then play the game where what would happen if people will not approximate each other. So this might be not a preparation, rather a responsive way of preparing to something, but it might be much more efficient than preparing for all possible things that might, ha might happen in future, might not happen in future. And by the way, we don't even know what kind of assumptions else we have, what kind of assumptions else we can delete or avoid. So a kind of very interesting experience. I recommend you to try this out. At the same time, from the theoretical point of view, it's very hard to organize it. It's very hard to put it into strategic management, it's very hard to put it into dynamic capabilities view, it's very hard to put it into risk management, because theoretically it is a complete contradiction to risk management and managing unknown unknowns. But anyway, it is a separate point of view and it evolved over many years and Probably it will evolve in the next years and we will see whether people from the future studies will propose us a model that will help this world to cope in a better way with the dynamism. With this interesting thought in mind, I leave you here, wish you all the best, see you in the next episode and bye bye.